Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever time you get this message. Today I read a scripture out of Proverbs, and there was a specific verse that stood out to me. So we know in the Word of God, we can read the same passage, passages, We can read the same book, the same chapter, over and over again. And yet there still be great revelations each time you read it. Or maybe the Lord may highlight something or reveal something every two times you read it or every five times you read it or Whenever he decides to give more wisdom and knowledge and understanding concerning his word, because the words that are in the scripture, the Holy Bible, specifically, I'm reading King James Version, they are life. They are spirit and they are life. So we know that Jesus is the word of God. It says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. So we know that Jesus is the word of God. And also, it also talks about in the book of Revelations how, you know, they call him the word of God. So... As I am looking in chapter 18, verse 10, and I'm pretty sure you may have heard this before, and even some people may say this is one of their favorite passages. And I know there is something similar about this same thing in Psalms 91, I believe. But it says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous run it in to it and is safe. And I read this many times before. And you know, sometimes you can read and it's just like, yeah, this is good. (laughs) Or yeah, this is, this is deep or okay, I'm just reading at this point. But as I was reading, and, and the thing is, I've already marked this in my Bible before, like I put stars beside it. But today it was just like the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And then I started to think about, you know, an actual tower, even a light tower, like one of those tall, strong, defensed brick towers like that reach up to the heavens like it's really high I started to think about that that came into my mind first as I thought about a tower and then it says the righteous run into it and is safe and then my mind went to hold on give me a second the tower doesn't it's not only a building it's not only a defensed area I started to think about how 
if a person say the name of Jesus, how the blood of Jesus is covering the righteous. So Jesus is the defense. So whenever we run to Jesus, he is the one who is fighting. He is going to fight our battles. He's going to avenge us. He is going to do his work on our behalf. So I remember I was in a couple different conversations at one point evangelizing and different people would tell me, you know, the letter J just recently existed. Or they would tell me Jesus is not the real name. It's Yeshua HaMashiach. It's, you know, Jehovah. It's Yahweh. It's Elohim. You know, they would tell me different names that I should call Jesus by. They would tell me you know, how come, like, nothing is happening? And they will also tell me, of course, they had to add in, oh, you go to church on Sundays, so that means you worship the sun god. You guys aren't really worshiping the true god. And if you went to church on this day, you would be worshiping this god. And it just became ridiculous <laughs> with each encounter that I was having in regards to the name of Jesus. And you have some other people who would tell you Jesus was weak because if he was God, why didn't he rescue himself from the cross? Or why didn't why was he talking to himself on the cross? So you have all these different factors. And all of them, they are all bad. They are all false perspectives. I'm here to tell you that that all of those examples that I just used, that actually came from the mouths of people. Those, you should just take a piece of paper, take that empty wrapper, those words and ball it up and throw it in the trash or even in the toilet and flush it because that that God considers that to be foolish those perspectives does not line up with the word of God so this is really powerful. This is really powerful because then my rebuttal to what those people were saying was, well, you're telling me not to use the letter J, but all of the letters have been invented in in a, one some point of time. And you're telling me not to use the name Jesus, but... And you're telling me to call him Yeshua HaMashiach or Yahweh or Jehovah or Elohim. 
you're telling me to call him that. But if that was the case, then I don't even speak Hebrew. And and God knows that I don't speak Hebrew. So why would I be trying to call him in Hebrew name if he did not tell me to? Obviously, the word of God is written in English. God knew what he was doing whenever holy men of God, which is what the word of God calls them, the group of men who wrote out the Bible despite what anybody else says about what happened. Every word that was written was inspired. It was filled and packed with the spirit of God. So when I call Jesus, this is what I was telling the people. How come things are actually happening? How come people are getting freed from their devils? How come people are getting freed from addictions that before they were not able to be freed from? It was an actual stronghold, like a pull. How come there's actually power to overcome fornication and and homosexuality and adultery and lying and stealing and... How come there's power to overcome murdering whenever you use the name of Jesus? And how come you're able to see a person change from dark? Like you can use some looking at a person who is in the world or who is coming out of the world. You can see the difference between a person who is worldly and a person who is in Christ Jesus. And the difference is you can see darkness on the worldly person and you can see light on the saint, the Christian. And and I just wanted to put a a thumbnail in what I just said about the saint. In the word of God, it does talk about the saints of God. Now, again, I did address the fact that when I say saint, I'm not talking about what the Catholics do or say in regards to calling, you know, idolizing or glorifying a Christian or a person as though they are God. I'm not referring to St. Paul or St. Peter in that we're praying to them. So that was just a thumbnail in case your mind went there. That is also a bad doctrine and a bad perspective that God wants people to turn away from. So God doesn't want people praying to Mary. He does not want people praying to any of the apostles, He any of the saints that died and went before us. Our access and our doorway is through Jesus Christ. And even in the New Testament, when they were talking about Mary and they were telling Jesus, you know, bless the mother who gave you suck from her paps. You know, they were they were honoring her. But Jesus basically redirected their focus and he basically told them that they need to make sure their names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life.
they need to be focused. Not saying to disrespect, you know, people. And not to give them honor when it is due, but as far as like praying to them and idolizing them and that's not the way. Jesus is the way. The truth and the life. So going back to that, the question that I was asking them, like, you know, how come people who were dead, how come they are alive? And even if you listen to, you may or may not have heard of testimonies that was recorded, even in the hospitals, and it was broadcasted abroad that there were people who were actually in the hospital who have died and it was recorded on record in the hospital. This person have been dead for hours or days or weeks or months. Uh, let's not use the months. But you know sometimes how people can be on that machine and they may be on that machine for a long time so that they can try to resuscitate that person. But yes, and how the doctors bear record and the nurses bear record that this person who who they were taking care of had a very bad disease or they had a very bad infection or, you know, they had something removed And or they may have had a, a heart attack or fluid filled their lungs and they died. And then after it was recorded, the person ended up waking back up to tell the doctors that they were completely healed and they had an opportunity to see Jesus. And Jesus gave them a second chance. And they also had an opportunity to see hell. And these people tell the doctors that. And the doctors are, you know, in unbelief. They are confounded. And there, some of them is like, okay, no, yeah, I don't, I don't trust, and I don't believe in the nat, the supernatural things, but naturally, this person was actually dead, and now they're alive. So something did happen, and even in that, many people still, their hearts will still be hardened, but that just goes to show you that. The name of the Lord, it is a strong tower, which is why it's important. It don't matter if we don't know how to speak Hebrew or Greek. It does not matter. We, the Lord could have made us to be born in that time, but he didn't. He chose us to be born now, today. And so we have what we have. We have what we have access to. 
And if the Lord chooses to reveal his revelation to you, then amen. So the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run it into it and is safe.